Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. English podcasts. You're listening to one of the finest examples of British English available on the internet. It's also one of the best ways to improve your English. Simply listen to each episode several times. You'll pick up lots of exciting new vocabulary, phrasal verbs, and natural expressions. Luke records the podcast at home in his own flat. He uses all the technology himself, and he improvises many of the episodes by just simply talking into a microphone. Sources. Find it on the iTunes Store. Simply Google it by searching for Luke's English Podcast. And also, it's available in many other sources, in many other websites all over the world. Regularly tune in to Luke's English Podcast and you'll speak excellent British English. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Luke's English Podcast, the fastest growing language learning podcast out there on the internet for you. Well done for finding this podcast. Um, I don't know if you've listened to uh, this series before. Well, um, if you have, then you'll know exactly what it is. It's um, an opportunity for you to do lots of listening practice to really authentic sounding British English. Um, and through this podcast, you can really brush up on your listening skills. You can pick up lots of really useful and key items of vocabulary along the way. Uh, you can learn a few things about the culture of the language you can certainly um, improve your ear for pronunciation and uh, just pick up all sorts of interesting little bits of information, um, which as a whole, when you listen to all of the episodes, there's I think about 80 episodes now, when you listen to all of them, that adds up to really quite a big substantial uh, way of learning uh, real British English on the internet. So well done for listening to another episode. Now um, in this particular episode I'm going to be teaching you all about some social English um, and really what we're looking at here is um, very common everyday phrases, pieces of English that you will hear and use every single day. Okay, so these are the really important bits of language um, and we, these are the bits of language that we use um, when we're just going about our normal day. So it's the sort of things that happen between um, going to work or maybe those little moments at the beginning of a meeting, um, that kind of situation when we just use bits of social English. Now um, the fact is you have um, 
with, with social English. What, I mean, what is social English really? As I've said, it's just a set of common expressions that people use in social situations. There are just typical phrases which are followed by the, the correct and appropriate responses. So you, um, you'd get um, a phrase which is followed up by a, a response. These are typical things that we use when we go about our day. Um, in, in terms of linguistics, I think they might call these um, agent, um, adjacent Adjacency pairs, that's what they're called, um, which is just a sort of linguistics term to express the idea of a phrase or a word or a greeting or a question uh, which is followed up by its appropriate response. So in a very basic sense, that would be, for example, someone saying, hello, and the response being, oh, hi. So, hello and hi. So that's just an example of an, uh, an adjacency pair or uh, just a bit of common social English in a very basic way. But it does get more complex until eventually you get um, um, little, ex little exchanges that sound like this. Um, you don't happen to have the time on you by any chance, do you? Yeah, it's just gone ten past. Okay. Um, you, don't, you don't happen to have the time on you by any chance, do you? Yeah, it's just gone ten past. Ta. Right? So uh, that's a more complex um, example of a bit of social English. What I said there was you don't happen to have the time on you by any chance, do you? And that's basically a way of saying what time is it? Okay, so you don't happen to have the time on you by any chance, do you? Which is um, really just like a polite and very tentative way of asking someone the time. Because if you just go in direct, Imagine you're stopping someone in the street and you just say, what time is it? That sounds um, a little bit too direct. It sounds a bit like you're a police officer or something. Uh, you, stop. What time is it? Tell me now. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so, like a WH question, like what time is it, um, can actually be um, a lot more sort of rude sounding. Um, so there are ways of making that le uh, less rude and a bit more polite Putting, creating a bit of distance. So you might say something like, um, uh, do you have the time? Do you have the time? And that's actually a yes or no question because the answer is either yes or no. So do you have the time? And um, so the, the grammatical response is yes, I do, or no, I don't. But actually, in terms of just meaning, do you have the time? Actually means what time is it? So it would be, do you have the time? Yeah, it's 4.30. Okay. Um, so... You can make, do you have the time, again, more polite and tentative by adding things. For example, you don't have the time, do you? You don't have the time, do you? Uh, meaning, again, do you, what time is it? But it's a little bit more, um, again, um, polite sounding. Instead of saying, do you have the time? It's, you don't have the time, do you? Um, and just making it negative like that, for some reason, makes it easier for the other person to, to say no. Because it's like that's the expected answer. So you're basically uh, avoiding putting any pressure on the other person. So if you say, what time is it? There's a lot of pressure on that other person to give the right answer. If you say, do you have the time? There's less pressure because the answer is either yes or no. In fact, we all know that the answer will be the time. It's 4.30. Um, then again, if you say, um, you don't have the time, do you? That's leading the person into the option of saying, no, I, I don't. Um, whereas, of course, the real answer would be, um, yeah, it's 4.30. Um, and then you have, you don't happen to have the time, do you? Again, just a, like, 
adding the element of uh, sort of chance. Like, you don't happen to have the time, do you? So adding happen just um, would express that sense of it being less likely. It's not very likely or there's not a very good chance of it. But, you, you know, you don't happen by some amazing chance of some chance event in the world. You don't just happen in some way by any chance to know what time it is, do you? Which is just a very complicated way of saying, what's the time? Um, and then the response that I said was, yeah, it's just gone ten past. It's just gone ten past. And it's just gone ten past means it was recently ten past the hour. So, for example, now it's nearly like it's about ten past nine. So if I, if that's like nine ten. So if I said, yeah, it's just gone ten past, that would mean maybe it's like nine twelve or nine eleven or something. It's just gone ten past. So I just gave you examples of a basic um, adjacency pair, uh, like... Um, um, hello and hi and a more complex one which would be you don't happen to have the time on you by any chance do you yeah it's just gone 10 past oh thanks right so i'm going to teach you loads of these things now just absolutely loads of stuff which i think you'll find really really useful just loads and loads of social english expressions and i think these are the most Im some of the most important things that you need to know in english and also they can be some of the most difficult because when you use language like this, you're usually, you're usually in slightly stressful social situations. And so because of nerves or tension, you sort of forget the standard responses. So you need to really get to know all of these bits of language. And I recommend that you listen to this episode a number of times in order to really get it into, into your head. And what you can do, in fact, is while you're listening, if you're listening the second or third time, you can test yourself. Um, so when I say something, um, you can give the correct response, okay? So if I say, for example, all right, how's it going? Then you'll know the correct response would be, oh, fine, thanks. Okay? So listen, and when you listen again, test yourself by giving me the, giving me the correct response each time. Okay, so let's start at the beginning, and we're going to kick off with um, hello, right? Now, of course, hello, the, the response might be hello or hi, okay? Uh, but there are other ways in which we say hello. Um, for example, in, in England, um, people will often just come up to you and go, all right, all right, that's all right, yeah? Okay, so it's like, all right, and uh, all right basically means hello, okay? I mean, it actually means are you all right, but it's used to mean hello. So you come up to someone at work, all right? And the response would be, all right. So it's just like hello. So, all right, all right. That's it. Okay. Um, and other really common things, you might uh, go up to someone and say, um, how's it going? All right, how's it going? And how's it going is an informal way of saying, how are you? Okay, so, all right, how's it going? And you might even say, mate. If, if, uh, if you're a man, uh, if you're talking to a man, you'd probably say, you'd, you'd say, mate. But I don't think you say mate to a woman. So if I was going, I might do. If she was like, a, you know, just a good friend of mine, I might call her mate. Um, but usually we use mate with, with men, I think. So, all right, mate, how's it going? And that would be, oh, fine, thanks. How are you? Um, all right, mate, how's it going? Fine, thanks. You? Um, and all right, mate, how's it going? You could respond with not bad or all right or uh, pretty good. Or um, could be worse. Could be worse is quite ironic because it's like saying, well, um, it's bad, but it could be worse than this. Um, I quite like could be worse. 
So, all right, mate, how's it going? Oh, fine, thanks. You? Oh, pretty good. Okay. And then another question would be something like, so, uh, what are you up to? What are you up to? What are you up to? What are you up, what are you up to? All right, mate, what are you up to? What are you up to? What are you up to, mate? Um, or what have you been getting up to? What have you been getting up to? What have you been getting up to? What have you been getting up to, mate? And it basically means what have you been doing? So up to uh, or be up to often means do. So what are you what are you up to means what are you doing? Or what have you been up to means what have you been doing? Um, what did you get up to? Get up to. What did you get up to at the weekend? What did you do at the weekend? Right? Uh, but in this case, we're saying, so uh, what are you up to? Or what have you been getting up to? Or what have you been up to? Means what have you been doing? And the responses to that would be, oh, not much. Or, oh, nothing. So, all right, mate, what are you up to? Nothing. Um, or not much. Or, well, this and that. This and that. Well, this and that. Um, and it might be, what have you been doing? Oh, the same as normal, same as usual. Um, oh, the same old thing. Um, what have you been up to, mate? Oh, just the same old thing, really. How about you? How about you? Um, you might also say, all right, mate, what's new? Which is a, a kind of a way of starting a conversation. And it's really the same as what have you been up to? So, all right, mate, what's new? And the responses would be the same. Oh, not much, nothing, this and that, same old thing, really. Just same as normal. How about you? Right? Um, you also might say, all right, mate, how are things? How are things? Things means um, just everything, really. All of the things in your life. So how are things? All right, mate, how are things? Uh, and you'd say, oh, fine, thanks. Um, you might say, how are you getting on? How are you getting on? And it's like saying, how are you doing? But usually, if you're focusing on something that a person is doing, so if someone is working on a project, like let's say they're working on a school project, you could come up to them and say, all right, mate, how's it going? How are you, uh, how are you getting on with the school project? Or just how are you getting on? And the answer would be, fine, thanks. It's going well, thanks. Okay, so if we move on to invitations or invites, um, just typical ways of like asking people if they want to do something that evening, uh, invitations. So you could say something like, are you up to anything later? 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 Meaning, are you doing anything later or do you have any plans later? Are you up to anything, are you up to anything later, mate? Um, and the answer would be, oh, not much. No, not much really. Um, are you up to anything later? Oh, not much. And then it might be, um, want to come to a party? Want to come to a party? Or maybe, do you want to come to a party? Do you want to come to a party? So, do you sounds a bit like j, j, right? Do you want to come to a party? And it sounds like j. Do you want to come to a party? Do you want to come to a party, mate? Um, and, um, or, I'm going to a party if you'd like to come. I'm going to a party if you'd like to come. Now, that, that sounds like I'm only going to go if you would like to come. But that's not really what it means. It's like saying, I'm going to a party. Would you like to come too? I'm going to a party tonight if you'd like to come. Um, and um, <clears throat> do you fancy going to a party later? Do you fancy going to a party later? Do you fancy going? Do you fancy going to a party later? And then the responses to those invitations were things like, yes, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. 
or yeah, sure, or yeah, why not? So um, do you want to come to a party later? Yeah, sure, why not? Sounds good. Um, and then if it's negative, it'd be like, oh no, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I can't make it. So if you, to make it means to come or go to a party. So if you send someone a text to explain that you're not coming to a party, you'd say, oh, I'm really sorry, mate. Um, I'm not going to make it tonight. I'm not going to make it tonight. So do you want to come to a party tonight? No, I can't make it tonight. Sorry, I'm doing something. So I'm doing something. And note there that it's present continuous tense to talk about the future. Right? And I hear people getting this wrong every single day at school. Students get this wrong all the time. So if you're talking about your plans, let's say your social plans for the evening or for the weekend, don't use will. Don't do that. Don't say, what will you do this weekend? No, it's wrong. Okay? Um, so you should say, what are you doing this weekend? Right? So it's not will, actually. It tends to be going to or present continuous. So what are you doing later? What are you doing at the weekend? Oh, I can't, can't make it. I'm doing something uh, on Friday night. Okay? So moving on to goodbye. So there are lots of ways to say goodbye um, in an informal way. So you'd say things like, see ya. See ya, mate. See ya. Um, see you, basically. See ya. Um, or see ya later. Or even see in a bit. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. So in a bit of time. So it's like see you later. So I remember when I was growing up in Solihull um, in the Midlands, um, all my friends and me and my friends, we all used to say, see you later. See you later, mate. See you later. It's like one word, see you later. But it's like, see you later, mate. Um, or even just in a bit. In a bit means see you in a bit. So basically, see you later. See you in a bit. See you. Take care. Um, take care. Um, the response to that, of course, would be you too. So, all right, take care. You too. Bye. Um, all the best. All the best, mate. See ya. Um, you might say cheers. Um, cheers is a good one, actually. I'd forgotten about cheers. It's important. Um, I'll tell you about cheers now. Um, cheers, as you know, is the word you say when you have a drink. So, cheers, mate. Mmm. Cheers. So you, ha you say cheers when you have a drink, but also you'd say cheers um, to say thank you. So it's like, cheers, thanks. Um, cheers, cheers for that. So if someone gives you a drink, you say, can you pass me that drink, please, mate? Yeah, cheers. Thanks, cheers. So it's like, cheers, thanks. Um, and also, cheers can mean goodbye. So, all right, I'm off now. So cheers, see you later. Cheers, guys. It's like saying goodbye. Um, so you could say cheers, um, bye like that, or see you soon, see you later, see you soon, catch up with you later, catch up with someone, catch up with you later, all right, um, that's ways of, of saying goodbye, um, so the right response is, see you later, yeah, see you later, mate, see you in a bit, okay, in a bit, see you, yeah, see you, bye, take care, you too, mate, cheers, all the best, all the best, mate, okay, bye, see you, man, see you soon. Catch up with you later, all right. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. That's a good one. Uh, keep in touch. Yeah, I will. Keep in touch. I will. Also, you might want to say something like, oh, say hi to John for me. Say hi to John for me, will you? Say hi to John for me, will you? I'm writing that down. Say hi to John for me. For me, will you? 
Yeah, I will. I'll say hi to John. You might even say, um, give John my regards. Do give John my regards, won't you? Thanks a lot, mate. Nice one. Wicked, yeah, wicked. Actually, you probably wouldn't say wicked, because that's like a slang word that means brilliant. Yeah, so yeah, wicked, man, that's wicked. And if you can, if you can do that sort of thing where you make a noise with your fingers, you know, like that. I don't know if you know how to do that. You just put your thumb and your middle finger together and let your other finger like hit like that. So yeah, that's wicked, man. Like that. That's, the, um, that's what uh, I used to do when I was a kid. So also when you're leaving somewhere, if you're with people and you need to leave, you'd say things like, oh, I've, I've got to go. I've got to go now. I've got to go, which means I have to go, right? I've got to go. Um, or I'd better go now. I'm a bit late. I'm running late. I'd better go. I had better go. I'd better go now, really. I'd better be off. I'd better be off. I'd, well, I'd better be off now. Yeah, I'm off. I'm off now. All right, see you later. So I'm off means I'm going. I'd better be off means I should go. Uh, I'd better go, really. That means I should go. Uh, I've got to go means I've, I have to go. And um, then there are some other informal expressions that you might say, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to chip. Um, see you later. All right, I'm going to chip now. Chip. But these are really informal, um, almost colloquial bits of English, like I'm, I'm going to chip or I'm going to trap. I'm going to scoot. I hear people saying that quite a lot. In um, I think in Birmingham they say, I'm going to chip. See you later. All right. Um, and trap, and I'm going to I'm going to scoot now. I'm going to shove off. Just means I'm going to go. Um, and there are other th phrases, things like I'm going to make I'm going to make like a tree and leaf, which is a kind of joke if you think about it. I'm going to make like a tree. I'm going to be like a tree and leaf. So it's leave, leave meaning go, and leaf meaning the green thing on a tree. It's a hilarious joke, ladies and gentlemen, which I'm sure is just lighting up the world now as you listen to this. You can I can just imagine people at computers in sort of deepest, darkest Indochina listening to Luke's English podcast, all laughing in internet cafes in India, all, you know, in Mumbai. The whole city's just in, in tears of laughter um, as, you know, in Switzerland somewhere. They're listening to this, all having a laugh about it. Um, make like a tree and leaf. Honestly, it's hilarious. And also other ones like, I'm going to make like a banana and split. <laughs> okay. So split means leave. And split is also what a banana does. You know, like a banana split. If you split it, you open the banana. It's hilarious. It's not really, it's not really that hilarious at all. But it's quite good fun. Um, say hi to John for me, will you? Okay. Um, if you're saying goodbye again, you would say... Maybe if you're leaving work and you're saying goodbye to your colleagues, you'd say, right, see ya, have a good evening. Have a good evening. And the response would be, um, yeah, you too, thanks. You too, have a good evening. You too, thanks. Uh, see you tomorrow. And it'd be like, yep, see ya. Um, see ya, bye. Take care, you too. Have a good weekend. You too, bye. Um, so... Then I've got a list of just general bits of uh, English. So first of all, sorry. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, and obviously sorry is like one of the most important words you can learn. There are probably, I don't know, four or five magic words in English. 
And sorry is definitely one of those magic words because it's really useful. And you don't just use it to apologise also. We use it for many other things. Uh, if we're just trying to be a bit more sensitive when we're talking, we use sorry all the time. So, for example, if you want to stop someone in the street, you say, oh, sorry, um, do you know where the underground station is? Sorry. Um, and if you want to interrupt someone in a conversation, sorry, what did you say? Um, if you're on the telephone, you want to take someone's number, sorry, can you tell me your number, please? So sorry is a really useful word. But if you just say sorry on its own as, a, as, a, um, as an apology, um, sorry, and the response would be, that's all right. Um, although sometimes you'd say sorry, and the other person will say sorry, which is a bit odd. So sorry can be an odd word. Like, for example, if you stand on somebody's foot on the underground, um, they might say sorry to you which is a bit strange. And also in English we can use sorry in quite an aggressive way. So we would say things like, oh sorry, God, like sorry, which means I'm not sorry, you know, God, sorry, Jesus, sorry mate, blooming heck, sorry, and that's like a really aggressive uh, way of saying sorry. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, of course, please and thank you. These are some other magic words. So we've got sorry, please uh, is essential. Uh, I, I often hear my students at school uh, forgetting to say please, and these can be very advanced learners of, of English, like very, very good speakers of English who are just trying to get to an advanced, super advanced level. And I take them to the pub and they order their drinks and they don't say please. It's unbelievable. They're, they can say, yes, I'd like, a, I'd like a pint, or they might say, I want a pint of uh, your finest uh, um, stout, or at least a, a strong nut brown ale. And then they won't say please at the end. You know, it doesn't really matter how good you are. You, you must say please, it's really important. So, um, and also you, you, we say please whenever we say yes. So, uh, for, well, not whenever we say yes, but uh, when we're accepting something. So if someone says, would you like a drink? You'd say, oh yes, please. Not just yes, yes, please. So yes and please go together. But if you say no, it's no thanks. So would you like a drink? Oh yes, please. Or would you like a drink? Or no thanks. Okay. Uh, but please is important, and thank you, of course. Thank you. It's extremely important. Whenever, ever, whenever anyone does something for you, you must say thank you. So, thank you. And the response is, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's quite American, but I think it's okay. I mean, it's, you know, it's normal in Britain now, I think. But originally, that's like a really American thing. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. You have yourself a nice day now. You know, that kind of really uh, earnest kind of, well, thank you, sir. 
I, I sincerely appreciate your custom and you just go ahead and have yourself a great day now. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but it's, it's quite normal in England as well. Thank you and you're welcome. Or, or quite commonly in England, people will say, that's okay. So, oh, thanks very much. That's okay. That's okay, right? So, um, could you as well, could you, that's two words, but like could is a bit of a magic word because you can use that to make any, any request sound polite. So could you, with please on the end, could you, um, could you give me that pen, please? Could you open the window, please? Could you give me your number, please? Could you help me, please? So could you blah, 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 please? Uh, very, very common, very simple and useful. Could you, um, could you give me some help, please? Um, and the response would be, sure. Um, could you help me with this, please? Sure. Or, yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, and also we say things like, could you, could you do something for me? So could you open the window for me, please? Which is a bit like saying, I can't open the window because I'm on the other side of the room. So could you open the window for me? Could you open the window for me, please? Um, so instead of, could you open the window, please? It's, could you open the window for me, please? And also you might say, by any chance. And you heard that before with the, when I asked for the time. So um, you couldn't open the window by any chance, could you? And that's usually in a negative. So you couldn't, you couldn't open the window by any chance, could you? Um, you don't know the time, do you? Um, it could be, you couldn't give me a cigarette, could you? Which is a, like a very polite, tentative uh, way of making a request. <clears throat> um, let's see. You couldn't answer my question, could you? Um, all right. So we've also got things like, have you got the time? Um, you haven't got the time by any chance. I've already done that. Um, if you're in a shop, okay, if you're going shopping, and ladies, I, lo I know you love to do your shopping, um, as uh, you might have heard my dad talking about that in the last episode. But yes, women, you do love your shopping. I, I imagine this happens to you every day when you're shopping, um, when you're in a shop looking around and a member of staff has been sort of following you around the shop, okay? Because we all know, I, I know as a man, whenever I go shopping, I just want to go into the shop. I don't want anyone to talk to me. I don't want any fuss. No thanks. Just leave me alone. Let me do my shopping as quickly and efficiently as possible so I can get in, get the stuff, and get the hell out of there as soon as possible. Okay? That's the way I approach shopping. So when I go into a shop and there's a member of staff, a bored member of staff with nothing to do, and they're walking around, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do in this shop? There's no customers. There's, no, there's nothing for me to do. And then Luke walks in and they're like, oh, there's a customer. I'm going to go and talk to him and disturb him. And then I see the guy walking across, slowly edging his way across, maybe looking at a pair of shoes as if he's trying to make it look like he's not really just coming straight over to me. It's like, oh, I'm going to look at these shoes for a bit. Oh, these are fascinating shoes. I'm just going to move them very slightly to the left. Oh, and oh, uh, uh, can I help you? So that's the question, isn't it? Can I help you? Can I help you, sir? Or even, can I help you at all? Um, and what I want to say is, no, you can't, you really can't help me just turn around, we'll do a 180 and head back to the till and just stand there until I'm ready to buy something, okay? Just leave me the heck alone until I've completed my shopping. Thank you. No, thank you for, for helping me, but no thank you. Thanks, but no thanks, mate. Um, so the response should be, actually, um, hello, can I help you? And the response is, um, no, I'm just looking, thanks. I'm just looking. I'm just looking, thanks. No thanks, I'm just looking. Okay? I'm just looking, thanks. No thanks, 
I'm just looking. All right? Good. So just leave me the hell alone until we've finished. No, thanks. I'm just looking. Now piss off. Okay? Cheers. Thanks. Okay. What else have we got? Um, would you like something to drink? Would you like something to... Would you like... Would you like something to drink? Some kind of liquid to put into your mouth and then swallow slowly? Would you like something to refresh you? A kind of lovely, refreshing, nutritious liquid? Maybe... Maybe... I don't know. Maybe some water. Would you like to drink some water, sir? Um, would you like something to drink? And the response is, Oh, yes, please. I'd love a, a glass of juice of some description. Maybe an orange juice. I'm feeling adventurous. I'll have some orange juice. Do you have any orange juice? And the response would be, yes, of course, we have orange juice. Of course we do. Everybody has orange juice. Don't be ridiculous. Would you like some orange juice? Yes, I certainly would. Thank you. Uh, would you like ice uh, with that? Um, yes, please. That would be fantastic. How about a, a slice of lemon? Would you like a slice of lemon with your orange juice? Um, well, a slice of lemon, that would be a bit, uh, a bit of a waste of time, don't you think? A bit pointless. It is, after all, a, a whole glass of orange juice. Why would I want a slice of lemon in there? Uh, well, maybe to add to the flavour, sir. The flavour? What are you talking about? It's orange juice. Don't be ridiculous. And yes, I would. Actually, I would like a, a slice of lemon and a slice of orange in my orange juice. Thanks very much. Okay. Would you like something to drink? Yes, please. Or, would you like something to drink? Oh, no thanks. No thanks. So, yes please, no thanks. Or, you commonly hear, no, I'm fine, thanks. I'm fine. No, I'm fine, thanks. Would you like something to drink? No, I'm fine, thanks. Okay? And, I always hear this all the time, would you like something to drink? No, you're alright. You're all right. Would you like something to drink? No, you're all right. No, you're all right. Which is strange, isn't it? If you imagine that. Um, John, would you like something to drink? No, you're all right. Uh, yeah, I know I'm all right, but um, would, would you like something to drink? Um, it's very strange. But no, you're all right just basically means no, I, I wouldn't like something to drink. Um, do you mind if I... So, do you mind if I smoke? Or do you mind if I open the window? And this is, can be a tricky one. Do you mind? Because let's say you're in a room and I say, do you mind if I open the window? And you, you, you're happy to, for me to open the window. You think it's okay for me to open the window. So is the answer yes or no? Is it yes or no? If you're happy for me to open the window. Do you mind if I open the window? Well, the answer is no, actually. No, I don't mind. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Do you mind if I smoke? No, go ahead. Do you mind if I fart? No, go... Oh. No, I, I certainly do mind if you fart. I'd rather you didn't. Have you, eat, have you been eating beans again? That kind of thing. I imagine cowboys, if they, if they had been polite, they would have been saying that all the time. Do you mind if I smoke? No, certainly not. You're a cowboy after all. Go ahead and smoke. Would you like some more beans? Yes, please. Do you mind if I fart? Um, that kind of thing, I imagine, because cowboys ate lots of beans, and you see, beans give you gas, and uh, gas makes you fart, doesn't it? So, moving on, um, let's, let's blah, 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 shall we? Let's go to the pub, shall we? Um, or let's, um, let's get started, shall we? And um, the responses to those would be, yeah, good idea, yeah, okay. So, let's, um, let's get started, shall we? Yeah, okay, good idea, right? Um, now, Imagine the situation. You're in a corridor, maybe between two classrooms in a school, and there's a couple of people standing in the, co in the corridor, 
uh, one lady and one uh, fat man. And the fat man and the lady are taking up quite a lot of space in the corridor. In fact, you couldn't just walk through, uh, walk along the corridor without maybe bumping into them or pushing them out of the way in some way. Basically, they're blocking the corridor. What are you going to do? So what you should do is you go up and you say, I'm sorry, can I just squeeze past? Sorry, can I just squeeze past? Right? Um, so can I just squeeze past? Squeeze is like when you make something smaller. You know, like if you get um, an orange and you squeeze the orange, all the juice comes out. So squeeze something means like squeeze it so it goes really small, crush it down small. So if you squeeze your body, you make it smaller in order to get through a small space. Can I just squeeze past? So you need to squeeze through. Or you might say, sorry, excuse me, sorry, like that. Excuse me, sorry. Now, if you finally get to your room and you realise that the class has already started, oh my God, you're late, what are you going to say when you go in? You'd knock on the door first, enter and go, uh, sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. Okay? Um, I've heard students before saying, sorry for, sorry for the late or sorry for my late. And I'm afraid that's not correct. should be, sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. Okay? Now, if someone says something and you don't understand what they said, so if you're having a conversation and you say, well, I think, James, that uh, probably the most important decision here would be to, for terms of the, the, the um, um, pulmonary artery, and followed by a very quick case of um, treatment, what do you say? And you go, um, what? What? So you could say what, which means what? I don't understand what you said. Sorry, what? Uh, it's a bit rude, though, if you say what. You could say pardon, pardon, and that means I don't understand uh, what, pardon. Or you could say, sorry, what was that? What was that? What was that? Sorry, what was that? Or sorry, what did you say? Sorry, what did you say? Okay. Um, now, if someone sneezes, <laughs> right that. Someone sneezes, of course, as you know, you'd say bless you, right? Um, but what's the right response to bless you? So, uh, I think I'm going uh, to bless you. Ah, oh, thanks. It's probably thanks. So, bless you, thanks. Um, you're in a pub now. You're in a pub. Oh, what a wonderful place to be. You're standing at the bar of a lovely country pub somewhere deep in the English countryside and you're ready to buy your first pint of beer. So, what do you do? What are you going to do? at the bar. Well, first of all, you're going to get the barman's attention, maybe with a little bit of eye contact. You get his attention, he comes over. Well, actually, if you don't get his attention, you're going to have to say something, and of course you say, excuse me, but there's a certain intonation pattern that you must use. So you'd say, um, excuse me, excuse me, um, excuse me, like that, excuse me, um, excuse me, like that. That's definitely going to get his attention. Excuse me. And then to order your drink, you'd say, um, uh, can, I have, um, can I have a pint of Guinness, please? Can I have a pint of Guinness, please? Uh, pint is a, a large glass in England, and Guinness is a kind of Irish uh, black beer. It's delicious. Can I have a pint of Guinness, please? Um, and um, let's see, sometimes people say, can I get? Can I get um, a pint of Guinness and a pint of lager, please, mate? Can I get? Uh, but that's quite American. Some people don't like that. They're, oh my, oh, that's so American. Oh, like they get all annoyed about it because it's American sounding. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, no, it's American. 
Um, but I think it's all right. Can I can I get a pint of Guinness, please? Um, so. I think that's kind of nearly it, but uh, I've got a few others. Of course, someone might, if they're very excited, they might say, hey, give me five, give me five. If they're, like, not cool, if they're really not a cool person at all, like a real idiot, like, hey, man, yeah, give me five. And give me five just means give me five. It means, like, slap my hand, you know? Give me five. Um, so it's really not cool. Don't do that. Don't go up to people and go, hey, hey man, yo, give me five, all right. You know, don't do that. You will come across as a real dick. Um, so also some other phrases which you might uh, find useful. And these are bits, again, fixed bits of English. So imagine this scenario. You've been on a long coach journey and the toilet on the coach didn't work. <gasps> oh my God, it was six or seven hours long, the journey from London to Edinburgh or something. And you haven't been, on the t haven't been uh, to the toilet for like seven hours and you drank loads of coffee and orange juice for breakfast. Yes, that's right. You're desperate for the toilet. So there you are. You're rushing through the, the station, desperately trying to find the, the toilet. What are you going to say to someone who stops to talk to you? You'd say, sorry, I need the toilet. I really need the toilet. I need the toilet. So you might say to the driver, um, sorry, uh, could you stop? Is there any chance you could stop somewhere? I really need the toilet. I really need the toilet. Yeah. Uh, what about if you're really sick, you're nauseous, you ate some bad food or something the other day, and now you're feeling really sick? You go, I'm, oh my God, I think I'm going to throw up. I think I'm going to throw up. Oh, get a bucket. That kind of thing, right? Um, okay, I've got some other things here, which are, to be honest, not really that common in everyday life. But these are phrases which I thought of as cliches, you know, cliches, particularly from American movies. So these are the sorts of things that Bruce Willis might say. OK, so really kind of typical American movie cliches that which I thought of. So I've got, first of all, put the money in the bag, put the money in the bag, right? Put the money in the bag. Come on, put the money in the bag, you know, so like a bank robbery or something. So a bank robbery, but like hands up. Okay, hands up, put the money in the bag. No wise moves. Okay, don't try and be a hero, that kind of thing. Put the money in the bag. Um, so if you're planning on uh, robbing a bank in England or something or in America, obviously don't. Don't do it. Don't do that. But if you're going to try, just, you know, maybe just for fun or I don't know, you shouldn't do it. But if you were going to do it, then you would say, put the money in the bag or hands up, right? Now imagine you've just, uh, here's another one, right? Follow that car. Follow that car. I'd love to say that. One, one of these days, I'm going to get into the back of a taxi and I'm going to shout to the driver, follow that car, um, in a car chase. So, and then you say, step on it. Step on it. That means put your foot down. So accelerate. Step on it. Follow that car. Go, go, go. Um, what else? Uh, get down. Get down which is like, you know, maybe someone's going to shoot or there's going to be an explosion. Get down, right? Um, and also things like, it's, she's going to blow, it's going to blow. It's going to blow, get down. <coughs> it's going to blow means it's going to blow up or it's going to explode. She's going to blow, get down. That kind of thing, right? Um, also, we've got things like, uh, of course, I'll be back, which is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was famous for, I'll be back. Right? Um, what do you have to say? Like, off you go, off you go. So that's when you let somebody go. All right, off you go, go on, back to the house, off you go, like that. Um, what about this one? It's a classic, um, 
American cliche, get out of there! Get out of there! She's going to blow! Get out of there! Get out of there, which is like, you know, get out of the area. Get out of there! She's going to blow up! Um, they always say she when they mean like a car or a boat. She's going to blow! Get out of there! Um, what else? Uh, we've got company! We've got company, right? We've got company! Oh my god, oh god we've got... Quick, st put your foot down, we've got company! We've got company, that means that uh, maybe in a car chase, like the police have arrived, or um, in a situation where, like, you know, the, a car is starting to chase you. We've got company! Um, all American movies, they always say, we've got company, get down! Um, what about, um, you got to be kidding me! you got to be kidding me! So, you've got to be kidding me! You've, you've got to be kidding me, which is like, you can't be serious. You've got to be kidding me. Come on. Oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me. You know? Um, and this is one of my favourites. For Christ's sake, John. For Christ's sake, John. For Christ's sake, John. For crying out loud, John. Uh, for, for Christ's sake, John. Which is like, oh, John, come on. What are you doing? For Christ's sake, John. Um, and then, um, what about... Um, Get out of here! Get out of here! Come on, get out of here! What's the matter with you? Get out of here! Which is like, oh, come on, get lost, go away. I don't believe you, that's ridiculous. Get out of here! And, um, what about, um, how are you doing? How are you doing? Which you might know from Friends, you know, Joey from Friends, that's like his catchphrase, how are you doing? Which is like um, a chat-up line. How are you doing? But it's like a chat-up line that he says to women. How are you doing? Which is like an Italian-American thing. And then, uh, hey, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? What's your problem? What's the matter with you? But you might, again, hear that from like an Italian-American. Maybe in a Robert De Niro movie. You, come on, what's the matter with you? You stupid idiot, you. You know, that kind of thing. Um, other things you might hear would be like, Oh, give me a break, goddammit! Give me a break! Come on, give me a break, goddammit! Um, okay, that's almost it. I think it's nearly time to say goodnight and goodbye and all that kind of thing. So, oh, there's a few other things I haven't mentioned. You might, if you want to say goodnight, you'd say things like, Right, I'm off to bed. I'm off to bed. I'm going to bed now. Right, I'm going to hit the sack. If you hit the sack, it means go to bed. So, good night. I'm going to hit the sack. I'm off to bed. Good night. Sleep well, you too. So, sleep well. Sleep well, you too. Good night. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Good night, sweet dreams. Sleep well, you too. And you might even say, mind the bed bugs don't bite. Mind the bed bugs don't bite. Uh, mind is like be careful, and the bed bugs. Bed bugs are like insects, little bugs that you would find in your bed, and they bite you. So mind the bed bugs don't bite. That's a phrase that we don't really have many bed bugs left in our beds anymore, but the phrase still remains. Mind the bed bugs don't bite. Good night, sleep well, sweet dreams. Mind the bed bugs don't bite. Um, and then of course in the morning when you get to work. You just say, morning, 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 morning. So it's just morning, 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 morning. And then uh, after lunch is afternoon, 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 afternoon. And then, of course, uh, by the end of the day, it's uh, evening, 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 evening. And that's pretty much it, I think, for that. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast. Um, I've certainly enjoyed uh, presenting it, uh, writing it, producing it, and publishing it on the internet for all of you to enjoy. Um, I would like to remind you that uh, your donations make Luke's English Podcast possible because you help me to pay for my large subscription to Podomatic.com. So uh, I very much appreciate any donations which you can make because they allow me to continue doing this. Thank you very much. If you'd like to donate, then you can um, via PayPal. Just click one of the buttons on the screen and that's all you need to do. Um, and I really, really appreciate and really need your donations because they help me to continue to do this. Um, so thanks again for listening. I might even play you a couple of other things here at the end of the podcast, which you can listen to or not. Uh, if you do listen to them, I hope you enjoy them. And if you don't listen to them, well, then I wish you a very good night or good morning or good afternoon or good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thank you very much for listening. Have a very pleasant day or morning or afternoon or evening or night or whatever it is. Wherever you are, whichever planet, however old you are, whatever species of creature you are in the world. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye, bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.